SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. How lucky are we? Today is opening day of a new Major League Baseball season. Today is also the start of the 86th Masters at Augusta National Golf Club. A Masters Thursday, a Thursday right here on the morning after on SportsGrid and Sirius XM Channel 159. The home for SportsGrid Radio on Sirius XM. All across the SportsGrid Network, I am Ben Stevens. We set you up for success this year in Major League Baseball. A preview of everything you need to know from a futures perspective, divisional, league, and pennant odds, and of course, a look at the World Series later on in this opening hour with Craig Mish. The playing of the 86 Masters here in 2022 is already underway. A live look at how the odds are moving early at Augusta and Tiger Woods tees off in just over an hour and a half. And don't forget, it's the final couple of days of the NBA regular season. And that is where we begin on this Thursday morning, the 75th anniversary of the NBA in a game not too far away from us here in Midtown Manhattan last night at Madison Square Garden between two borough rivals in the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. And the Knicks were up by 21 points over the Nets early on in that second half. And then Kevin Durant took over. The Nets coming back to win, beating the Knicks by 12 110 to 98 Brooklyn even covering as a six-point favorite thanks to that comeback effort the Knicks scored just 31 points in total in the final two quarters of this game Kevin Durant has not lost against the New York Knicks in nine years why well a triple double to thank last night 32 points 11 assists and 10 boards for the easy money sniper in full display he loves that villain role. And here in Madison Square Garden, a big game for KD last night. Kyrie Irving also adding 24 points, eight boards, and seven assists as well. A total of 229 and a hook stays under six of the last seven under for the Brooklyn Nets as we end out this regular season in the NBA. It comes to a close on Sunday. Just two games left for most teams around the association right now. So it's playoff perspective time. And the Brooklyn Nets are making their way in the Eastern Conference play-in tournament. They will be in the play-in tournament. They clinched a bid in that play-in tournament over the weekend. It's now just figuring out which spot they will occupy. Brooklyn currently in the eighth spot. They take on the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow night at home back inside the Barclays Center. If they win that game, they lock up the number seven seed in the Eastern Conference for home court advantage in the play-in tournament. And here are the odds on the Brooklyn Nets as of right now as it pertains to Brooklyn's outlook entering the playoffs. Obviously, a substantial favorite to make the Eastern Conference playoffs emerging out of that play-in tournament at minus 550. Now plus 320 to win the Eastern Conference crown. The second best odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook, only 50 cents behind the favorites in the Milwaukee Bucks. And that's been the thing about the Nets all year, even when they were struggling before James Harden was traded, when Kevin Durant was injured, when Kyrie Irving was only available for road games. The Nets were always priced in the idea that they would be in this spot on the brink of the postseason and be one of the truest contenders in the Eastern Conference. Now, the second best price to win the East at plus 
320. Behind the reigning NBA champs in the Bucks and behind the Bucks in the NBA title odds as well. Milwaukee at plus 550. Brooklyn there plus 650, as you saw just moments ago. A welcome to our Sports Grid Radio audience here. The opening hour of a glorious Thursday in the world of sports and a wonderful Thursday right here on the morning after on Sports Grid. Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our terrestrial radio affiliates now in the mix as well. I am Ben Stevens. A Masters Thursday. An opening day Thursday in Major League Baseball. And a Thursday with just a few days left in the NBA regular season. Each and every game for those postseason contending teams means that much more. Either getting a berth into the play in or just regular playoffs or some of that postseason positioning certainly on the line here in the final few days of this NBA regular season. We were showing you the odds on the Brooklyn Nets and this is where the Nets stand right now in that eighth spot in the Eastern Conference. But again, Brooklyn takes on Cleveland in Brooklyn tomorrow night inside the Barclays Center against the Cavaliers. If Brooklyn wins that game, they can improve their spot probably lock up the number seven seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Plus 320 to win the conference. Now they have always been one of the favorites in terms of pricing in the futures market this year. The second best odds behind the Milwaukee Bucks right now, who are the favorites at plus 270. It's an interesting distinction for Brooklyn last night, not far away from their home here in Manhattan at Madison Square Garden, but on the road this year, booked as a favorite, the Nets are 13 and 10 against the number. Profitable, above a 50% win percentage. But at home, when booked as a favorite, Brooklyn is by far the worst team against the number in the league. And I mean by far. Brooklyn is 425 and 1 ATS when booked as a home favorite. They will most likely be a home favorite against the Cleveland Cavaliers tomorrow night inside the Barclays Center, which gives us an opportunity to look at the Eastern Conference odds and how this lays out with the final two games left in this regular season in the NBA. The price on Brooklyn, the second best in the entire conference at plus 320. Notice where the Cavs are, 55-1. to 1. It should show you the outlook on both Cleveland and Brooklyn right now as we approach the postseason. The Nets certainly with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving fully healthy and available. One of the favorites in the East. We'll look at some more teams from the Eastern Conference on the other side of the break as we go around the association next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Around the association we go. In the final four days now of the NBA regular season, it comes to a close on Sunday. This is a Thursday on the morning after on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. Our producer, John Shames, who's not talking to me right now, is very thrilled, however, that his Boston Celtics continue to win basketball games down the home stretch of this NBA campaign, setting up what seems to be some optimism in Boston for the Seas making a deep postseason run. A big win on the road by a ton of points yesterday in Chicago against the Bulls. The Celtics winning by 23, 117-94. The story is Boston winning basketball games and the Bulls continuing to lose basketball games against the best competition. Chicago is now 0-19 straight up 
zero in 19 straight up. A darn fat goose egg in 19 straight up winless against the three top teams from either conference. 0-19 against the top three teams in each conference for Chicago this year. Hard to be seeing red at the moment. The Bulls also 10-23 against the number when booked as an underdog. Boston covering last night as a 7 point road favorite so when Chicago plays good teams the results leave a lot to be desired even attempting to cover numbers this was the 50th win win number 50 for the Boston Celtics this year they're on a three-game winning streak once again they have covered in two straight again last night covering as a seven-point road favorite Boston now has won nine of their last 11 games since the all-star break the Celtics one of the best teams in the entire NBA six and 14 straight up since the all-star break on the other side Chicago just seven in 14 since returning from the all-star break the Bulls entered that all-star break tied atop the Eastern Conference standings no longer there with Chicago now in that sixth spot out in the East so Boston continues to win basketball games building that positive momentum toward the postseason the same could be said for the Atlanta Hawks they hammer the Washington Wizards at home last night by a final score of 118 103 Atlanta now has won six of their last seven games they have covered in every win last night covering as a double digit home favorite of 10 and a half points Atlanta has also won 11 of their last 15 games and Trey Young is starting to embody ice Trey as we near the postseason once again 30 points 11 assists last night for Trey Young at home in Atlanta. Trey Young has scored 30 or more points in four of the last five games for the Hawks. He is averaging 32.6 points per game in this five game span. So the Hawks now in that ninth spot in the Eastern Conference, a game and a half ahead of the Charlotte Hornets. The buzz in that number 10 spot, the 10th and final spot in the Eastern Conference playing. Both conference play-in tournaments right now are pretty settled. We just need to figure out the seating within each of those play-in tourneys. Atlanta is tied with Brooklyn at the same record, but the Nets have the advantage there due to a tiebreaker, and the Nets, if they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers at home tomorrow in Brooklyn, are going to be in pole position for that number seven seed. So Atlanta could be the eight. Atlanta could be the nine, taking on the Charlotte Hornets. And when you look at the Hawks right now in the Eastern Conference market, very long odds for a team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. In a jam-packed East right now, when so many good teams are at the top of the table, I'm not advising you to take the Hawks at 100-1 to to win the Eastern Conference, but Atlanta does have that pedigree. They have been there, and they are rounding into form at the right time. Again, the Hawks have won 11 of their last 15, but maybe we go a little bit more in the present here and look at Atlanta's odds to make the postseason. The Hawks right now, plus money, plus 104 to get out of the Eastern Conference play-in tournament and into those Eastern Conference playoffs. The Cleveland Cavaliers are minus 115 to make the playoffs. The Cavs have lost seven of their last nine games. So they are descending while Atlanta is ascending into the postseason based on that momentum. And to compare the Hawks to the Hornets, Atlanta is plus 104. Charlotte is plus 410. And of course, we showed you the price on Brooklyn in our last segment. The Nets are minus 520 to make the postseason at the moment. So if you don't want to bet all of your chips in on the Hawks to be that other team out of the play-in tournament, maybe you just fade the Cavs who are struggling right now down the stretch. 
minus 105 to the no for Cleveland to make the Eastern Conference playoffs out of that play-in tournament. Now we flip it over to the Western Conference, a team in the number eight spot who will be firmly in that play-in tournament, the Los Angeles Clippers. And what a game last night at home in LA inside the Crypto.com Arena for the Clippers and the Suns. Phoenix was without Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Jay Crowder resting on the second leg of a back-to-back. So real, not, not a ton of impetus for the Suns right now who have already clinched the league's best record, who will have that number one overall seed in the West, are the favorites to win the West and the favorites right now on FanDuel to win the NBA championship. So they sit all of their starters and they were down by as many as 39 points at one point in this game. They rattled to score nearly 50 points in the fourth quarter. I believe the final they scored in the fourth quarter for Phoenix was 48. So they come back to make it a game, but the Clippers edge out the Suns at home, 113-109. Phoenix did end up covering as a seven-and-a-half-point underdog. This line opened up overnight yesterday with the Clippers laying one at home but we're talking about the playoffs right now the Clippers edging in that right way as well as we get ready for this postseason Paul George is back for LA and that is a big focus right now PG last night 19 points in 28 minutes seven Clippers in double digits last night including four off the bench led by Norman Powell who had a team high 24 points so the Clippers now with Paul George back in the lineup have won four of their last five games they end the year with Sacramento and Oklahoma City and because of that and their spot firmly in that eighth spot in the Western Conference you can see these odds on the Clippers heavily heavily favored to make the postseason to get out of the play-in tournament minus 520 right now for LA a refresh of that number this morning still minus 500 but maybe we then talk about the Clippers price in the Western Conference, 25 to 1. And compare those odds and the Clippers' odds to make the postseason with the likes of the Pelicans and the Spurs. Because let's look at those odds right now to win the West for Los Angeles. 25 to 1 this morning on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The third longest out of all the teams in the Western Conference. But for the play-in tournament that is pretty much set, Minnesota hasn't clinched the number seven seed yet. There's still a hope they could overtake the Nuggets and get out of the play-in, but most likely the T-Wolves in that seven spot. They're 22 to one. The Clippers are 25 to one. And then notice that devastating drop-off to where New Orleans is at 180 to one. And then the Spurs behind that at 240 to one. A huge, huge distinction between L.A. and the next closest team, New Orleans, because the Clippers are 25 to 1. And once again, the Pelicans 180 to 1. And you can see that also reflected in their odds to make the postseason for those four teams most likely in the Western Conference play-in tournament. The T-Wolves are heavily favored to make the postseason. Minus 1,200 this morning in the updated number. Again, the Clippers minus 500 in that updated number from these numbers you are seeing on your screen, which were overnight, but the prices are still the same on New Orleans and San Antonio. Plus 410 in plus 820 for the Pels and Spurs respect respectively and when you think about what that means what the FanDuel Sportsbook is saying by those prices that the winner of the 9-10 game between New Orleans and San Antonio has absolutely no shot against the loser of the 7-8 which I find a little bit interesting especially given how well New Orleans has played since the all-star break and San Antonio right now has won six 
of their last seven games and even pulling off the upset just two nights back on the road in Denver, winning outright as a nine and a half point underdog. And the T-Wolves have lost six of their last nine games. Minnesota, an eight and a half point favorite at home tonight against San Antonio, a potential play in preview. But now we go to Major League Baseball for the outlook for this upcoming year. Opening day is today. Craig Mish joins us next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Opening day 2022, the start of a new Major League Baseball season. Welcome back to the morning after on Sports Grid on this Thursday in Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens, now very pleased to welcome on Sports Grid's Major League Baseball insider, the host of Fantasy Sports Today, a holiday today for Craig Mish, joining us here on TMA to help us preview a new Major League Baseball season. Two straight segments with Craig. In this opening segment, we'll go big picture, looking at the futures market to set the stage for this upcoming year. And then in our next segment together, a preview of the individual games that we have on opening day and what it lays out for the rest of this campaign in Major League Baseball. Craig, thank you for joining us and happy opening day to you. Happy opening day, Ben. It is great to be here. Uh, so thrilled. Uh, my morning is already like literally insane. Uh, you know, thankfully Miami does not play until tomorrow, so I can sort of soak it in and absorb. But you know, doing podcasts and doing shows and appearances. I mean, this is you know, honestly, I can't complain. It's a great time to have baseball back. A busy man indeed. And when fantasy sports today becomes live at noon Eastern time, right here on SportsGrid, we'll have. Some opening day games just about ready for first pitch. It could be like in-game live with Craig Mish throughout this afternoon on the opening day of Major League Baseball in 2022. So, Craig, I mentioned, let's go big picture first, and the biggest of them all, the World Series odds for this upcoming season. The Dodgers, a short favorite at plus 480. And then the three next odds coming out of the American League, the Toronto Blue Jays at plus 850, the White Sox at plus 950, in the Astros at 10 to 1. The Braves and the Brewers tied for the fifth best odds at 12 to 1. So, Craig, how do you evaluate the favorites listed on this futures outright board for a World Series this upcoming year? Well, I mean, I, I think the Dodgers make a lot of sense, and it's a team that's not afraid to spend. And, and when you're betting on these, what you're you know sort of looking at are teams that are willing to jump over that tax threshold at the trade deadline and add players to win because the one thing that these odds don't reflect are the injuries in major league baseball and they're gonna be a lot it happens every single year you don't wish it upon anyone but which teams are going to get better which teams are going to be able to add last year the team that won the world series essentially did not have their best player in the world series but alex anthopoulos the vice president general manager of the atlanta braves decided that we're still going to go for it added eddie rosario added adam duvall added Jock Peterson, and they went on to win. So which of those teams with those odds are sort of in a win-now mode? The one team that I look at and say, yes, this is a club that will add and can give you a little bit of longer odds than the Dodgers of 4-1, to without question, are the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros' mm -hmm. shelf life is, in terms of winning a championship is almost done. They call it in baseball the window. 
the Astros window is quickly closing. There's no doubt about it. They have already let George Springer go. They have lost, they have lost Carlos Correa to free agency. Uh, Zach Greinke is, is gone. And this could be the final season for Justin Verlander. So if the Astros are close, I do believe that they will take one last go of it. They have two young players that are going to replace the players that they lost in Jeremy Pena at shortstop and Jose Siri, who could basically play all over the field. Then if they get Verlander at 80% of what he was and can mix and match with some of the pitching that got them to the World Series last year, there's no reason why Houston shouldn't have the shortest odds after the Dodgers. The Astros right now the fourth shortest odds 10 to 1 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Craig as you go down that board is there a team you have your eye on as a long shot possibility for the World Series this year? Yeah I mean I don't know about long shot but they're not on this board here but you know clearly it was really unfair to have the San Francisco Giants play against the Dodgers so early on in that postseason last year I think everybody wanted to see that like a seven game series unfortunately we didn't Mm. get it you could make the argument that the Giants were the second best team in the regular season of baseball last year. Uh, look, there, there are some that felt eventually they're going to fall. Eventually they're going to fall. They're sort of doing it with smoke and mirrors. I'm not so sure. I mean, Gabe Kapler did a fantastic job mixing and matching. There are some people that feel they're sort of the West Coast Rays at this point. They don't necessarily mm. have the superstars, but they kind of mix and match their lineup to go with their strong starting pitching. And they've got some arms in the bullpen that ha- that aren't talked about enough, especially with this kid who I think is going to end up being the best closer in baseball in this kid, Camilo Doval. I know he struggled in the postseason, but I think he's going to be a star. So uh, given that the Giants were not on the board, all it would require for them, essentially, if you're betting on the Giants, would be to bet them to win the World Series, avoid the Dodgers until you get to the National League Championship Series, and then you can kind of hedge your way through it. So I'm always looking for a hedge when you get to that point. So not seeing the Giants there is definitely interesting. San Francisco at 25 to 1 right now. And Craig brings up a great price or uh, a great point when it comes to future prices about the idea of maybe it's not cashing that ticket. It's just a team good enough that provides you value and hedging out profitability by the time we get to the postseason in Major League Baseball. A long way from now in the late portion of September into early October, but a great point right there. I would also keep an eye on Logan Webb at 17 to 1 right now mm-hmm. for the NL Cy Young. We saw him absolutely hurl in that postseason against the Dodgers he was fantastic so Craig as we discuss the National League pennant right now it is a league full of really really good teams of course the Dodgers the favorites they're out of the NL West the NL Central maybe is just the Brewers division but the NL East I expect to be very competitive this year as well which do you think is the hardest division in the National League Well, we did the show last year, and we said the NL East was going to be the toughest division, and it probably was the worst of all the teams in the NL. So, you know, go figure that one. But uh, look, I I keep saying it. I've said it pretty much on every show, and I'll continue to say it. It is really hard to trust the Mets. And and if you Mm -hmm. just blindly don't trust the Mets, you've done well for yourself over the past decade or so. So I'm just going to continue to do that and expect the unexpected with them. So uh, I have the Braves and the Phillies as the potential division winners there. And, and I do think that in terms of value, the Phillies probably provide the most because I do think that finally, and again, you know, not trusting the Mets is not fair to say to trust the Phillies bullpen. That has been an, a non-trust factor there. But for some reason, I think they got it right this year. I like the fact that they added Corey Knebel. 
I like the fact that they added Uris Familia. I like the fact that they added Brad Hand. They, those guys have got to be better than the guys that they have thrown out there in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning the past three years. So with that offense that everybody knows about, the starting pitching that's about three deep and a bullpen that seems to be improved, mm-hmm. is this the Phillies' year to win the division? It is really hard to repeat. I think the Braves are going to find out that this year, but I, I think the Braves will be obviously very good too. But uh, fi- between the Phillies and Braves, Ben, I think it'll be one of those two teams. I- I'm just, I-, I just can't go with the Mets until they show me that they're worth going for. Every year something happens where it's you know, some clown show, unfortunately. I, I don't know. Maybe this is not the year, but... It has been every year. Yeah, and Tyler McGill on the mound today for the Mets in their opener against the Washington Nationals. Of course, the Mets have had a little hit in their future prices as Jacob deGrom has been sidelined for the foreseeable future, shut down from throwing with some shoulder concerns right now. The Mets team win total was 91.5 just a week ago. It's now 88.5, and they were the favorites in the NL East. Craig, some breaking news on this Major League Baseball opening day. A trade between the Minnesota Twins and the San Diego Padres. The Padres get left-hander Taylor Rogers and outfielder Brett Rooker, and the Twins get a right-handed starter in Chris Paddock and Emilio Pagan. So we already have some moves here early on in the Major League Baseball season. Any thoughts about this trade that we have this morning? Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't move the needle all that much for me. It just kind of felt like Paddock at this point was an extra starter for the Padres. And the Twins are going into the season a little light with their starting pitching, which is sort of rare for them. They usually have you know viable four or five starters. I believe they're starting a rookie on uh, on opening day for the first time. And since, I don't know, I'd have to go back and look and see when the last time that happened for the Twins. I believe they're mm-hmm. also rained out today, uh, playing tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, look, Rogers, an excellent reliever. He goes to the Twins. And as far as I know in this deal, I think I saw earlier that Emilio Pagan is going back to Minnesota. So it's sort of like a swap. Yeah. Feels like this is like a money thing involved too. Paddock at this point, let's be real, do- doesn't look like the guy that we thought he would be four or five years ago. But can he be a viable pitcher in a starting rotation? Without a doubt. Maybe the Twins see something that the Padres do not when he was involved in the Mets talk. That's the way it works, Ben, is that there's always going to be a player on another team that an organization looks like and thinks, wow, we could probably get more out of this player than they're currently getting. They throw that dart. They hope for the best. I think that kind of goes on with Paddock. He'll slide right into the Twins rotation as a four or five, but this, this trade does not move a number for me at all. Speaking of those Minnesota Twins in the American League Central, also signing Carlos Correa in this offseason. And when you look at those AL Central odds right now, Craig, it seems... Like the White Sox are going to run away with this division. Minus 210 as a heavy odds-on favorite. But who do you believe is Chicago's stiffest competition in their own division? Yeah, I I think the Tigers have made a lot of strides. It feels like they're coming out of that rebuild, and and they're coming out in a strong way. They added Meadows here. Of course, Torkelson, Riley Green will be with the team at the halfway point. They have really good pitching. It feels like the Tigers are one more year away. So I I do think the Twins probably the most formidable after the White Sox. But this is the one division in baseball, Ben, that in terms of betting, wouldn't advise it. In terms of advice, it's the White Sox. The White Sox are so deep, they can afford to lose a player or two. They lose Lance Lynn. Their number doesn't move a blip. Um, I think it's the White Sox division. I I, I think this is going to be over very early in the season. 
And we'll discuss the American League pennant because the AL right now looks to be a very tightly contested league in the 2022 Major League Baseball season. A little less than three hours until first pitch of this opening day of Major League Baseball. We'll look at some of the lines out on the other side of the break. Stay with us here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Opening day in Major League Baseball. A Thursday right here on the morning after on SportsGrid and Sirius XM channel 159 just under three hours away from first pitch to kick off this major league baseball season in 2022 how apropos the setting is wrigley field between the cubs and the brewers i am ben stevens he is craig mish our mlb insider and the host of fse sports today right here on the grid craig will be live right here on sports grid when this game between the cubs and brewers gets underway so the first game up of this Major League Baseball season on opening day is the Chicago Cubs and the Milwaukee Brewers. And on the road, the Brewers, a pretty staunch favorite in this matchup. Craig, minus 184 on the money line, an over-under of nine. Which way will the winds be blowing at Wrigley in this early portion of April? So, Craig, we have opening day lines out. How do you evaluate this matchup between Chicago and Corbin Burns going for the Milwaukee Brewers? Yeah, look, opening day is a lot of fun. I, I think that what's funny is is that it feels like everybody has a problem with overreacting to opening day, but I think that that is the joy of opening day. Like, I'm going to overreact. I'm going to look at the first strikeout. I'm going to look at the first home run and project 162 for whoever does hit the first home run. I, I mean, I think that <laughs> stuff is fun. Look, the, the early part of the season – I think probably where you can get an edge is following on these totals. Uh, you know, like the, the total is 10. And and I think that the the people who are forgetting that the pitchers are not batting are really going to get burned early on in the season. Ew. So no indication as far as these games going over their totals or under, but definitely something that needs to be monitored, I think, in the beginning part of this 2022 season. Uh, individual players... There's one player on Milwaukee that has my eye early on in this 2022 season. And again, got to get lineups here, by the way, too. I mean, I know we're on early here to find out who's going to be in and out of, of these lineups. But there's a player on Milwaukee that was projected to arguably be their top hitting prospect a couple of years ago and has looked really good in the spring and has had, a, had like a swing change and swing approach. They've shown a lot of video to me on this stuff. His name is Keston Hura. And, mm. and I really think that he's going to have a bigger impact on this Brewers team than people expect. So, uh, you know, no indication as far as like, you know, what his props are today or where he's going to bat in the lineup because I have no idea. I haven't seen a starting lineup yet for Milwaukee or even if he's in the lineup today. But I do think that he as an individual is someone to take advantage of here, uh, Ben, on opening day. I, I think he's going to have a good season. I think he's going to have a surprise season. And whether he gets in the lineup today or tomorrow, whatever he does play, I would monitor his progress because that's someone that is not on anyone's radar that really should be. Milwaukee did not want to trade him a couple of years ago. You could look at statistically one of the worst players at his position in baseball as well. 
but someone that I like going into the year. Uh, as far as indication on this game, it's opening day, Ben. Let's flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> Anything can yeah, happen going, in, the first, in the first day. It's going to be season. hard to get that sample size until we have a little bit of time here in this Major League Baseball season. And ah, the beauty of early April in Chicago. Forecasted temperatures in the low 40s. That's why, Craig, your good friend, our good friend on this show, Jim Saunas, from number fire and fan duel sharing out yesterday he likes the under and he had it at 10 and a half yesterday so maybe the market has moved it down to that live total of nine between the brewers and the cubs the first game yeah, let me add, let me add one more thing in, yeah, in covering baseball as long as i have and and clearly being an insider here for sports grid and 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 doing this for a, you know way too long basically uh april is april and it used to be september but now that the that you can't add like everybody onto the roster, it's a little bit different. But some of the best people and smartest people that I've ever talked to in this game tell me that April is just not an indicator of anything. So for me, if if I'm just blind closing my eyes and betting games in April, I probably am finding those plus one seventies, plus one eighties, plus two tens, and just like taking that really hard pill to swallow and saying i'm just gonna do it this month and, and and i think i think in the end if you did that seven days a week you would be profitable more than not in the month of april especially with those plus money prices so let's dive further than the month of april because the brewers are an odds on minus money favorite to win the national league central at minus 170 a rather close gap with the st louis cardinals the second best price at plus 240 and then it drops off from there craig so what do you make of this nl central division for the 2022 major league baseball campaign you know the cardinals are a funny team they, they always seem to figure things out at some point during the year and make a run i think the same thing will be this year i think it will be between those two teams uh, I, you know, personally, I just I, I know the Cubs made a couple of nice moves in the offseason, but I, I just don't see them as a legitimate contender. And it's kind of a weird rebuild with them. It's like they lost that playoff series in 2020 to Miami a couple of years ago during the pandemic and then sort of tore it down. And then it's like they're kind of building it back up again. I'm not really sure what their direction is. We know what direction the Reds are going in. We know what direction the Pirates are going in. So. We could just forget about those two. But I, I do think it's between those two teams in the division. You never want to count out St. Louis. But the one thing that I would say about the Cardinals is unlike in years past, it doesn't feel like they have that rotation that can carry them through the season. Yesterday, it was announced, at least not officially yet, but their fifth starter is going to be a reliever. So Jordan Hicks is going to make every, you know, every five days, Jordan Hicks is going to open up games for them, which means that they're going to have to go through several relievers. I'm fine with that, by the way. I think it's a good strategy, but that's so different from what the Cardinals have done. They've always had five, six, seven guys and guys they could call up from the minors just to start. And you can see that that's not the case. We also know there are going to be injuries too. So I'm not going to pick the Cardinals to win the division, but I will say that based on what we've seen from them in years past, they get on these crazy runs one of their players gets really hot. A couple of years ago was Matt Carpenter eating the guacamole uh, or the salsa. He got real hot, carried the Cardinals to the postseason last year. 19 wins in a row. They get to the postseason, too. So you never want to yeah. doubt them, but I probably would take Milwaukee to win the division. The Redbirds open up the season today at home in St. Louis against those Pittsburgh Pirates. Uncle Chuck, Adam Wainwright, on the bump. They are a minus 174 home favorite against the Buccos today. The reigning World Series champions also in action on this opening day of the Major League Baseball season in 2022. The Braves, a pretty substantial home favorite as well against 
the Cincinnati Reds. Max Freed on one side, Tyler Malley on the other for Cincinnati with a total of eight. So, Craig, when you look at what Atlanta brings back this year, is there optimism there for the Braves that they can make another deep postseason run? Yeah, I think so. Their team looks just as formidable this year as it did last year. I know Freddie Freeman is gone, and Ronald Acuna Jr. won't play for a month. But Matt Olson will no doubt hold the fort down until uh, you know Acuna comes back. They you know did not have Adam Duvall on that opening day roster last year. He was on Miami, and now he is back with Atlanta after hitting 40-plus home runs last year. They're starting pitching, get them to the fifth inning, and then they throw Kirby Yates and Will Smith and Tyler Matzik and Kenley Jansen at you. So, yeah, the Braves are going to be good. They are back. They're going to raise the banner today. I fade the raise the banner days usually in sports for whatever reason. Teams just don't play well when they get their rings or they get their championships. It's usually the other team that ends up winning. So blind, blindly bet the Reds today. Plus 164 would probably be my advice. I don't know why that is, Ben. It seems like when teams celebrate their championships on on the first game, by the way, especially in the NBA, it feels like they lose a lot. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I'd have to look at the data with that. But, I mean, again, I gave you my advice on that. I'm blind betting dogs for the month of April for sure. That's a plus 154 price on Cincy today. I love their right-hander going on the bump for the Reds in Tyler Malley. We'll discuss his strikeout prop. Oh, it's great to say K-prop and things like first five again here in a new Major League Baseball season. Malley's K-prop is four and a half. It's heavily juiced to the over at minus 146. So the Braves begin their title defense today against the Reds. You mentioned Ronald Acuna Jr. probably not there for the opening month of this season as he recovers from that ACL injury last year. But still, Craig, tied for the second best odds to win the National League MVP at plus 900, but pretty substantially behind the favorite in Juan Soto at plus 380. 80. It's an interesting NL MVP market. Who do you think is going to be the most valuable player in the National League when all is said and done? I think this is the market that you could probably take advantage of someone that's either not on the board that you saw there or one of the ones that you saw down the board because look, voting for MVP is somewhat of a popularity contest. It doesn't mean that Soto can't win the MVP. Not at all. Uh, but Washington, to me, is is going to lose close to 100 games. It's one of my favorite unders in terms of their season win total going into the season. And by the way, no indictment whatsoever on Washington. They're just coming off a World Series a couple of years ago. They got to take a little bit of a step back. I saw them a lot this spring training. And while I don't put indication to wins and losses in the spring, I put indication into the players that they've assembled. They've assembled some players that are stopgap players that are going to be moved in July until they play their young players. So when I look at it, I don't see a brewer there, right? So uh, maybe it is an MVP coming out of that division, a great season. Like mm. we just mentioned, the St. Louis Cardinals. Why not Nolan Arenado at 27 to 1? You don't even see Paul Goldschmidt on this list. I mean, may maybe if the Cardinals end up squeaking out the division, the price on the NL Central is telling you it's between St. Louis and Milwaukee. What if one of yeah. those two guys on St. Louis between Arenado and Goldschmidt ends up carrying them to that division? Uh, I really just, I, I think Philadelphia is loaded. I think there are so many offensive players that are going to overshadow Bryce Harper. He's now has to his right, Kyle Schwarber, to his left, Nick Castellanos. 
you, you know that those guys are going to hit. So I, I would – Harper's great, but I would not take him to win the MVP, and I just made my case against Soto. So for me, find a player on a team that has a chance to win the division with short odds that you see yeah. longer odds on on FanDuel. So to me, those players are Arenado. They are certainly uh, Goldschmidt. And honestly, on Milwaukee, you know, I don't really see a great option there outside of Yelich. And, you know, I, I can understand why people would be hesitant to bet him to win the MVP after the season that he had last year. It's a great way to correlate the markets, though, nonetheless. And the reigning American League MVP, Shohei Otani, the opening day starter for the Angels today against the Houston Astros. In Anaheim, a short favorite are the Angels against the Astros, minus 120 on that money line. But, Craig, here's a bigger picture discussion about the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim this year. A team win total of 83.5. The over is heavily juiced. They have not hit the over of that 83.5 since 2015. Shohei is the favorite to win a second straight AL MVP. Mike Trout, his teammate, is right behind him. What do you make of the Angels heading into 2022? Yeah, I do think that the Angels uh, will probably go over this total. I do like them to make the postseason this year. It feels like they finally have assembled some decent starting pitching. And the other thing I think that gets lost, Ben, is they've assembled players behind Mike Trout. Like, they have some nice young players. There's a player that's going to play tonight that I would advise a lot of people to take a close look at in any betting market, FanDuel, DraftKings, or anything else. There are some really smart people who love their center fielder or left fielder, depending where he plays, Brandon Marsh. This kid can run, he can hit, he can field. I think he's going to be a big surprise for the Angels this season. That's a player that I'd look to early this year. A great spot there as well. Total base props, now a thing once again. Craig Mish, our MLB insider here on SportsGrid, the host of Fantasy Sports Today at noon Eastern time when the opening day games begin. Craig, happy opening day once again. Thanks, Ben. Have a great day. Ending out hour number one up next here on TMN. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Round out our number one of this glorious Sports Thursday right here on the morning after on SportsGrid and Sirius XM Channel 159. It is Masters Thursday. About 20 golfers off and running at Augusta National. A live update to that leaderboard in just a couple of moments in our SportsGrid news update with Alex Fasano. But it is also opening day in the Major League Baseball campaign. So we wanted to hear from you before the season gets underway about Who's going to win the World Series out of the favorites right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook? Let's find out together in Fade the Public. So which of those four favorites on FanDuel right now are you taking to win the World Series? The Dodgers, the shortest price at plus 480. The Blue Jays, the second best number at plus 850. The White Sox, plus 950. And Houston at 10 to 1. And look at the chalky old public going with the Dodgers and the Blue Jays. About 38% of this poll at SportsGrid TV on Twitter saying the Dodgers. About 36% going with the Blue Jays. Wouldn't that be shocking to see the two favorites meet 
in the World Series. I know we only gave you four options, but have some courage. Have some bravado. Public, I'm not surprised you didn't go with the Astros. Nobody really loves Houston right now, but might be some value at 10 to 1. My pick, here we go. Might as well do it before we get underway in this Major League Baseball season. Out of the National League, I like the Milwaukee Brewers. 12 to 1 price in the World Series market right now. And out of the American League, I'm also going with the Blue Jays. But the Brewers and the Blue Jays in the World Series. That is my prediction right now as we get ready for the 2022 Major League Baseball season. Opening day, first pitch at Wrigley Field in Chicago, just about two and a half hours away. All right, an update to the Masters leaderboard. 20 players underway in the opening round at Augusta National, just about an hour away from the opening tee shot of one Tiger Woods. Find out what the leaderboard looks like with Alex Fasano in this Sports Grid News Update. Hour two of TMA is then next.